The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss a topic that is often confused for and interchangeable with the term marketing, growth. Joining us is Kieran Flanagan, who is the VP of Growth Marketing at HubSpot, which is a leading growth platform comprised of a marketing hub, sales hub, and services hub, and a powerful free CRM. Prior to working at HubSpot, Kieran held a variety of marketing and engineering roles at companies like Marketo, Salesforce, and Sun Microsystems. And today, Kieran's going to tell us about his view of the relationship and differences between growth and marketing. Here's our interview with Kieran Flanagan, VP of Growth Marketing at HubSpot. Kieran, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Big fan of your podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Always great to have a MarTech Podcast listener on the show. Also, always great to talk to another podcaster and another excellent marketer. So, Let's just start off. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? What are you up to at HubSpot and how did you get there? My quick background is I originally was a software engineer. I wasn't a very good developer. I have a lot of respect for people who are good developers because it's pretty hard. I was an average to okay developer. I got into marketing and then got into this thing called SaaS, worked at a company called Salesforce.com, worked at a company called Marketo. And then I went and joined a small startup called HubSpot. And there's three core roles I've had during my time at HubSpot. I joined in a small group of people to grow out the international business. There was 12 of us at the time, and that went really, really well. Two and a half years later, I joined to a small group of people to grow out our freemium business. So you basically can use HubSpot for free, and then you can upgrade within the product itself. We can maybe get into that a little bit more later. And today, what I do is manage all of our global demand teams. So we acquire three types of demand, free software users, uh, we generate leads, and we generate these things called content users. And that is what I'm trying to do today is keep on growing those things. So it seems like you had a technical background. And even though you decided not to pursue development and engineering, you have an understanding of the base technology. Through the transition into marketing, you found yourself at a SaaS company and ended up working at HubSpot with a friend of the program and one of our sponsors, Scott Brinker, who is the VP of the platform ecosystem at HubSpot. Yeah, he's VP of platform. 
very close friend of the show, and we're always a big fan of Scott as well. Let's talk a little bit about your development as you went from getting into marketing, and now you're focused on a role that is both about what we're calling growth and marketing or growth marketing. Talk to me about your career development and what have you discovered to be the difference between what people call marketing and what people call growth? So I was lucky enough that when I transitioned from the international business into this kind of global role to grow at Freemium, I had the opportunity to own a product funnel in terms of being able to acquire users and then work with product and engineering to activate those users and then monetize those users through the product. And I love that because my background was in development. I love working with engineers and being close to the product. So I think the way that you describe the differences between marketing and growth are actually, it depends, right? And I think there's lots of differences between the way people view those things. The way I kind of think differently about them is growth for me is very close to the product. And I think that true growth I've come to discover is really the intersection of teams and how they collaborate together. So what I mean by that is generally in these kind of more product-led companies, so companies that have a freemium model where people can come in and start to use the product prior to ever having to pay you a dime, what you'll find is there's a lot of areas for you to be successful. Marketing, product, and engineering have to work together. So no one team can actually drive growth from either of those functions. It's really where those teams collaborate together, what we call as squads or pods around really important metrics, and they kind of collaborate on those things. So I feel like growth is not comparable to marketing, comparable to product, comparable to engineering. It's really where these things intersect. And I think more and more what you'll find is a lot of the functionality and the things that exist within growth are just going to be how people build products. You're saying the definition of growth is that it's the overlap between product engineering and marketing with shared KPIs around essentially customer acquisition and activation. Is that a fair summary? I think it's like processes and frameworks to be able to predictably grow your product. And that's through, I think, acquiring users, activating those users, and being able to monetize those users, and being able to figure out the frameworks to leverage to do that in a very predictable way. There's an interesting thing that's happening that I've seen companies even as big as Facebook, a fair amount of the marketing and the growth teams and a lot of the leadership at Facebook came from eBay. So I worked with Alex Schultz, who I believe is the VP of the growth team or the head of the growth team at Facebook. And I also worked with Gary Briggs, who was the head of the marketing department. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. 
That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. And those are actually two separate departments at a company as large and successful as Facebook. Have you seen or how do you see marketing and growth teams working together and why are they separate? It's a really good point because there's lots of different flavors of this dependent upon the type of company you are, whether you're B2B or B2C, and where you are in your journey, whether you're a startup or an established company. So I do think more and more that growth, a lot of it is actually just within product. And it's how when PMs are building features and product managers are building features, instead of thinking about just NPS and how do I build this feature or this product to get a really great NPS, you're actually thinking about how do I build this to activate people onto this usage event that I know if I can get more people to do this thing, my business is going to look healthier. The PM is also thinking about how do I onboard people onto this feature to activate more users? How do I include these upgrade points within my feature to get people up to the paid product? So I think as growth evolves, a lot of it just gets pushed into the product functionality. But there's definitely overlap where marketing product and engineering have to work together. To give you a good example, we have squads in HubSpot that their core KPIs how to drive net new users. And to be able to do that, they're building additional functionality that we know we can market through content and we can market through these different other ways. And if we can do that, we know that those features are going to be able to attract additional users through virality. So product are building the functionality, building the mechanisms to create that virality within that feature. And marketing are working in partnership with them to get more people into that feature and to use that feature. So there's definitely lots of examples where these teams need to work together. Of course, engineering are the actual people in the back end building out those tools. This is the part where I don't know if I get confused or I just see a lot of overlap, right? Like I think of, let's break marketing down to the simplest description of what marketing's responsibility is. And I'm going to go back to like the business school 101. Marketing is about the four P's, placement, promotion, pricing, and product. And the last P there is product. It's not necessarily that marketing is responsible for the development of the product or even the feature set, but they should be able to influence it. And that seems to also be where the growth team or growth teams at larger companies come in is influencing the direction of product and setting up the funnel and the mindset that is focused on conversion at each step of the way. Help me unpack that. If the growth team is responsible for new customer acquisition activation and the funnel and getting people from point A to point B and understanding what drives that to happen efficiently and predictably, what does the marketing team do? Yeah, again, I think it really depends upon the type of product and company you are. So a good example is if I'm in Pinterest, then Pinterest's product is also their main acquisition tool. Their website is the product and they're generally going to acquire people through the website itself. So I know their growth team spend a lot of times on how they do the SEO and do search and optimize the product will attract new users into the product itself. 
So their marketing team, when we're figuring out how they build a brand of Pinterest and their product team is trying to figure out how they acquired people directly within the product. However, if I'm a B2B company and my product is not going to be optimized in the same way that you can optimize Pinterest to attract people in through Google, then maybe I need to attract people through Google via blogging, or maybe I need to create all of this content. So that's not going to be the product team doing that. That's going to be the marketing team creating all of that demand and funneling it into the product itself. So it really does depend when you get into the different organizations. And I spend a lot of time talking to different companies. The makeup of how marketing and growth is split is very dependent upon that product itself and the actual go-to-market of that product. And there's a lot of variations of how those teams work together. I think you could say that in product-led companies, a lot of what marketing are doing are the branding of the product itself, the awareness of the product itself, and some of the direct acquisition channels. And the product team are trying to build a product that will fit within certain channels. We can talk about product channel fit to acquire customers into it and also to activate and then monetize those users. I totally understand calling out the difference between B2B and B2C companies and even what your model is if you're a SaaS model versus a content model. If you have a freemium model, that's going to impact what marketing is responsible for and what growth is. Looking at a company like HubSpot, which is a B2B SaaS model, my assumption would be that marketing is responsible for branding, right? Awareness, getting people to understand the purpose and the positioning of the company, even getting people to the front door. And then once a customer is at the front door, it is the growth team's responsibility to get them through the funnel and become a paying customer. Is that how you guys are structured or am I thinking about it the wrong way? I think one of the things I've definitely learned from, again, my own experience and then speaking to so many different companies about growth, the important thing, because I know that a lot of companies, what they struggle with is this exact thing, which is they spend a lot of time trying to think about ownership and it's not clean at all. Like I just talked to a company who are a large, fast-growing company and they have a whole end-to-end system that starts with their website. Again, it's like a booking.com. Their front and back end is the same tool. They were trying to figure out, hey, do marketing own SEO? Do product own SEO? And it wasn't very clear where the handover was and who owned what. And just to make sure that it wasn't booking.com and I can't say who the company was. Sure. <laughs> but it was a company that was in a similar model. And I think what's important is that you understand what are the most important metrics and you have the right collection of people to make an impact in those metrics. And that collection of people may be a group of marketers. It may be a group of product marketing and engineering. Probably should be a mix of all of them. Yeah, and don't stress too much about functionally, marketing should own a list, product should own a list. It's like, what are the most important metrics to ensure that you grow over the next 12 months? And who are the people best placed to move those metrics? And then in terms of who's the leader of these pods, the leader should just be the person who's best placed to make that team successful. And to come into the HubSpot model, we have a unique model where the B2B company that have been very successful in our inbound marketing, where we create value through content, we generate people who, a lot of people who download that content, we qualify some of them and some of them reach out and talk to our sales team and buy our product. So that's a very marketing to sales led business. And then the other funnel that's grown very, very fast, which is the one I went to work on, is a very different type of model where we have users who come in and start to use our product straight away and they extract some sort of value from that product. And at some point, they raise their hand within the product and say, I want to upgrade to one of your paid tiers or they actually do that themselves. You can upgrade touch to see within HubSpot. So in that funnel, 
there is a lot more overlap between marketing and product. And the way that we split that is that we have marketing teams who generate free users who start their journey within the product. We have a product growth team that sit within product. And that product growth team are responsible for the revenue that we generate through that funnel. So they want to make sure that people are activating on all those different features. They want to make sure that the upgrade points are converting people into actual paying customers. And we have marketers who support them in making sure they have great email, our workflows and things like that. But everything within the product is owned by the product growth team. Yeah, it's interesting. Maybe I'm getting caught up too much on the nomenclature. And this is just probably my personal hangup. But we're talking a lot about the organizational structure and how you differentiate between marketing and growth. And there is such an overlap between them that maybe it doesn't matter what you call them. In my last experience working at an early stage startup, I was hired to be the VP of marketing. And really what the company was looking for was what I think most people consider to be a growth engineer, right? They wanted somebody with more of a technical background as opposed to somebody that was going to focus on developing the brand and the story and cultivating the user acquisition channels. They were looking at somebody to optimize the funnel and the product. So that's one of the reasons why when I think of growth and marketing, and this could just be a hiccup from my own experience that there is clearly a misunderstanding or it can be very confusing about what a person that does growth does and what a person that does marketing is. And I think of marketing as developing the brand, the story, cultivating the marketing channels, driving people into the user acquisition funnel, and then also optimizing that funnel and making sure that you understand the value of those customers. And to me, working in a SaaS-based business, a lot of the time the product is responsible for tweaking and optimizing the throughput of the onboarding funnel. Exactly. We talk just in a typical like B2B SaaS organization. The split is a lot cleaner than in a kind of B2C environment where you have a marketing team who are responsible for brand awareness of the product to make sure that you have really good market position, acquiring people into the product itself. Again, if you have a demo or a free trial, then marketing could also be responsible for optimization of the demo to opportunity funnel where they're doing email nurturing and sales enablement and things like that. But if you have a freemium model, then that handover is clean in terms of a B2B SaaS company where you are acquiring people into that funnel. When people within the product itself, it's really the product team, the growth within there, who are running experiments around the acquisition and the monetization. Where it gets really tricky is when you have a lot of like B2C companies and the product is the core acquisition channel as well, or the core way that people actually acquire. That's where I've seen most companies start to get a little bit confused in how they kind of make that separation between marketing and growth. But I also, it's the one thing that I have seen most variation in terms of how these functions work together, regardless of the company, the industry, the go-to-market, any company I've talked to, when they've been trying to set up marketing and growth, always have a different variation from the previous company I've talked to. And I think we're kind of at the point where this is new and companies are figuring it out. Here's my takeaway, and we've done a couple growth versus marketing episodes on this show. And the more that I have these conversations, the more I think growth 
is a mindset, right? It is understanding where your channels are coming from, setting up very specific funnels once somebody gets to your product and creating marketing strategies or outreach strategies that try to drive someone from one stage of the funnel down all the way through a path of recurring monetization that is predictable, right? To me, that is the growth mindset. And it is not about what most people think that is typical of marketing, which is how do I get people to be aware of my brand? How do I cultivate advertising channels to get them to the product? So I think that's my first takeaway is growth is a mindset built around your funnel and that it overlaps very much with the product. There is a huge overlap between marketing and growth. And I think that's one of the reasons why the terms are often interchangeable. And sometimes people like me are confused about what the difference is. And I think that the biggest takeaway that you raised was often the line between what a growth team, a product team, an engineering team, and a marketing team are responsible for is very much dependent on the type of business you're running. It's dependent on your model. It depends whether you're B2B or B2C. And that really can help you figure out what's the right way to structure your growth and your marketing teams or your product marketing teams or your engineering teams. Yeah, exactly. And the more I've worked with people within growth and my own experiences, I think growth is how do you build the frameworks and the processes within your product to grow that product through the acquisition of users, the activation of them, the monetization. And then how they differentiate between marketing and growth is so dependent upon the company, the industry, the go-to-market, and even the people. I've talked to a startup recently and their marketing team own activation with two a PM and two engineers. And the only reason that happened is because they hadn't been thinking about onboarding. A marketer within there was obsessed by it and saw that as a real opportunity for them. So it was just the person happened to be on marketing who was most interested in trying to move the number on activation. Absolutely. At the end of the day, when we talk about anything organizational behavior related and a lot of that conversation about the difference between growth and marketing is how you're going to structure your team, that very much has to do with who the people are, what their interests are, and what they're capable of. So a lot of interesting stuff to cover. I'm looking forward to continuing our conversation and talking more about some growth strategies, and we're going to cover that tomorrow. But let's land the plan on this episode, and that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Kieran Flanagan, the VP of Growth Marketing at HubSpot, for joining us. In part two of our interview, which we're going to publish tomorrow, Kieran's going to share some of his go-to growth strategies. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Kieran, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet at searchbrat, S-E-A-R-C-H-B-R-A-T, or you could visit his company's website, which is hubspot.com. A couple of links to tell you about in our show notes. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We'd love to hear from you. So we created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us your topic suggestions or marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. You can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the second part of our interview with Kieran Flanagan, the VP of Growth at HubSpot, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. If you'd prefer to have your content delivered to your inbox, we also have a once a week newsletter with links to our audio player, episode summary, and guest contact information. 
So if you want us to show up in your inbox, in addition to your podcast feed, go to benjshap.com slash newsletter. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.